What's up, Summoners, and welcome to episode 29 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. I'm Shinny Senpai, and this week I'm joined by the guy who would definitely be White Peak's best friend, Jim. I definitely need to clean those panties. And that guy who loves a good body melding, Grayson. Sup, Scooby Gang. And this week we are looking at episodes 7 to 12 of Shimonita. Cock and balls! So we're back for another instalment of Shimonita because we had such fun during episode one. I really did have fun. Everyone had fun. We, we hope everybody enjoyed episode one. So let's kick off with episode seven of Shimonita. So the episode opens with our introduction to Kosari. Character we probably haven't got on with very well, have we really? No. no She's one literally one. a prick. I hate her. She is a plot driver. She right? is. And a, not even a good one. Her plot is pointless. Her plot is... The whole thing revolves around one moment of backstabbing. That's it. Pretty much. And a helping hand at the end. Yeah. Kind of it. Yeah, that is literally it. That could have been avoided. So the first thing that she does is she's running down the street, pops into a shop and gives all the guards facials. Yeah. Slings what looks like what? Yogurt? What is it? Yogurt what is it that she's slinging? We've all been there. <laughs> 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 the amount of times he says this... Everyone's going to get such a bad idea of what we're like. <laughs> we. Everything, everything. We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there. Grayson's always slinging yogurt everywhere. <laughs> My purple-headed yogurt slinger. <laughs> it shouldn't be purple. Like, <laughs> if your head should be purple. Mm. What, what colour is yours? Green? Or is it brown? Huh? What? <laughs> Wait, which head are we talking about? <laughs> South. Oh. <laughs> Not your northern head. Yeah, a northern head. <laughs> <laughs> the best head. It's a compass. <laughs> so after slinging these yogurt things at the guards, she runs off and it looks like she's joined by like tons of men to help her escape. She's got some sort of fan club or something. There's about 30 Graysons there. All dressed <laughs> up in dresses. <laughs> and they start distracting the decency squad. She jumps on a motorbike and flees the scene. With a dude. With a dude. She's not driving the motorbike. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Someone There's else. A, there is a dude on the motorbike. We find out that her whole aim or goal is that she wants to find socks and join socks. There's some hissing going on. That's the toilet. That's the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Fran. <laughs> well done, you made another episode. <laughs> we're keeping that in. <laughs> That's the wife. So we find out that we are one month on from the whole incident where they exchanged the votes for panties and things like that and escaped on that little hot air balloon thing. Okay, that sounds wrong. Gina. Yeah, I heard it too. Yeah, what, the, vote the vote for panties. Vote for panties. <laughs> it's the bit that stood out for me. If you too want to vote for me and you'll I get am, panties. <laughs> I am strongly get. for this campaign. Well, well, you there's another t-shirt. Vote for me, you get panties. <laughs> Just Jim's face, two thumbs up. <laughs> that White classic Peaks o- best friend. <laughs> classic Obama poster, the, the red and blue one. Vote for me, you get panties. <laughs> oh, Jim's used panties. So, oh. I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't. <laughs> Not in this fucking heat. It's like 27 degrees uh, today. No. Yeah, we are. Look, we're in the studio and we're sweating our bollocks off and we've only just started. Literally, if you could see us right now... We're this, not this wearing episode. any trousers. <laughs> We're say. not wearing it's any It's the top. rhino scene from Ace Ventura, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> We've all been there. Warm. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. In a rhino? Or? <laughs> Good call some of them, that. <laughs> thick-skinned. He meant thick-skinned. <laughs> it's fine, we'll keep or that in. Or do you in. mean horny? We'll keep that in. <laughs> Sheenie's been in the elephant scene from uh, Grimsby Brothers instead. That's the problem. Right. He knows what I'm on about as well. There's an elephant bukkake in there. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So we jump back. uh, We jump to the school and we see that Gorke has made Okuma lunch. So this passion that he's got for Okuma seems to be sort of building and building ever since the magazines came out. But... It was the moment that he saved, he jumped in and saved the two girls, wasn't it? The Gorky just all of a sudden changed saved his attitude towards him. Yeah, when he saved them from the stalkers. That's oh, when yeah. Gorky somehow, yeah. like, I don't know, started fancying him. It's really weird. Although we don't outright see it, it's kind of, that is kind of the case. All those boy love magazines. And we find out that there's an underwear thief at large. So somebody is going around the school and stealing not just the men, but the women's as well. Everybody's, everybody's underwear is going missing. Well, Jim needs them for his campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Next prime minister. <laughs> Panties for passes. <laughs> they decide that they're going to stake out the girls' locker room. And we see IMA and Okuma, and they're outside the girls' locker room. IMA decides that she's going to go in because um, somebody went in there. I think it was Hioka went in there and hasn't yeah. come out yet. So she goes in looking for her. While she's in there, Anna appears again. This is, um, yeah, this is that bit. Yep. If you've watched it, you know exactly what yep. we're coming up to. Yep. Let's not get too descriptive. And let's not be talking about coming up to him. <laughs> she, um, hey. <laughs> she grabs Okuma, pulls his legs up into her face. It is literally like the T-100 Terminator. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> she grabs hold of his zip within her teeth and rips the zip off in her teeth. That's got to hurt. She's after his um, seal. Oh. And then Gorke turns up, interrupts her. In the process, so she drops Okuma. She's sitting on his face, isn't she? Well, his face is between her legs, and then she just gushes all over him. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one that I can't say I have. The floodgates You're not open. doing your job properly, then. <laughs> what? <laughs> Grace. <laughs> yes, darling. When was the last time that you got... I was about to say pulled off. Probably not the best choice of this. <laughs> what would that have to do with it? Pulled into the middle of, like, the street, had your belt ripped off, and then blew in somebody sat on your face and then flooded. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> you heard it here first. It's a Tuesday morning for him. Wait, isn't today Tuesday? <laughs> You're dumb, right? I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> So Okuma's just sitting there and uh, the the floodgates have opened on his face and he's just coated um, and shocked. Love juice, for those that didn't get that graphic. It's just like somebody's chucked a bucket of water in his face, I'm not going to lie. And Otome is in the bush watching all of this happen and unfold. And she's, yeah, well, she's just just in the bush gathering more material for her art. Anna walks away with Gorke 
she spits the zipper out as well, doesn't she? I love the fact that Gorke just turns around and is like, by the way, Gorke, you, you've made his name really posh all of a sudden in this yeah. episode. All right, Gorke. 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 Not the way Gorke. you're saying it sounds like Bukake. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do that's done on purpose? Maybe. Well, just so she yeah. can be like Gorke. I don't know, but the name fits the character, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, clueless. So they would. So, <laughs> what do you think Bukaki means? <laughs> when it's happened to him, he was clueless. <laughs> What's going on? Just Yeah. Who the ghost? Did you see the ghost? <laughs> there was like seven spooky ghosts. There's <laughs> like a fucking exorcism going on in there. <laughs> But he is absolutely clueless for that bit, isn't he? He's Gorky? clueless throughout this entire thing. Because he turns around and he's like, why is he on the ground? Why is he all sweaty? I was like, oh, thank goodness. That doesn't go yeah. any further than that for a scene. Yeah, that smells like sweat. <laughs> so Ogama recovers and he realises that Ayame's been in the girls' locker room too long and she hasn't come out yet. So he proceeds to follow her. He gets in there. Hioka's in there and she's hiding something. And it, it turns out it's a boy love magazine. And uh, not just any boy love magazine, but it's based on a romance between Gorke and Okuma. This is Seaweed Girl, isn't it? And I think I think it's like edition six of the mag- like the episode six or something of the magazine. Nine. This is number nine. Number nine. Number nine. We all know who's been drawing this magazine. Otome has clearly made a boy love magazine based on these two. Isn't it called Where's My Banana? That, think, that specific yeah, that mag specific is. One is. Yeah. And is well into it as well. She she has her own copies, we find out as well. She's, she's into this Boy Love magazine as well. We're all into it. We've all seen it. Are we? Are we? Yeah. It's fact that you shortened it to BL last time. <laughs> like, everyone knew what that meant. I had no fucking clue. I had to wait until you said Boy Love. You <laughs> had like, no clue, uh... but apparently, it just, you know, being flooded is a day-to-day occurrence. It's a Tuesday thing. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> So we finally get to the scene where they capture some of the underwear thieves and they think they've got them. And then all of a sudden we get the introduction to James's best friend, White Peak. He is definitely not my best friend. (laughs) The the massive perv that is White Peak. And he runs an organisation called Gathered Fabric. Look, if we're talking about massive pervs, Grayson's definitely the one. (laughs) What have I done? No, don't... Him him and his woods porn. Yeah. (laughs) about what's born. He's the one that's going out <laughs> it's there. It's a fucking... real thing. I sent you the links to articles about this. Hold up. If you're into woods porn so and into you masturbate it, in the woods. It's a normal thing Wait. for a kid growing up in the 90s. If you have a wank in the woods and you're into woods porn. Someone's going to back me up on this. Is that lumberjacking it? <laughs> You've been waiting on that one for a week, haven't you? <laughs> so White Peak yes. says in his announcement that he is working with socks. He says that he's working alongside him. We know this isn't true, but he's adamant that he is working with socks. And then he proceeds to rain down underwear on everybody. I don't know where it's coming from, but he just rains down dirty underwear, by We've the way. Been there. Dirty underwear. <laughs> well, we get the introduction of this terrorist organisation by a police officer in this episode, isn't it? A police officer gets knocked out and then left on a giant panty mural. Yeah, the start of the episode. This cop gets taken down right at the start and there's just panties left on the floor. It, it like Lots of panties in the shape of a bigger pair of panties. <laughs> Is that his soggy calling card? <laughs> By the way, that's a... That's a, that's a, that's a really eccentric <laughs> calling card. That's an actual uh, police officer. So I remember we were talking about it in the last episode. Is it, or is it a security No, guard? that's an actual police officer in that. 
So there is a difference between the decency squad and the police force. Have you watched this for a third time? No. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> to the details of the uniform. Eventually, we get to the scene where Kosuri runs into Okuma. She is being chased by the decency squad. She runs into him and she uses this technique she has where she can somehow convince guys to do whatever she likes by Looking mind innocent. control. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of a seductive, innocent approach she has. Yeah. And she convinces Okuma to help her get away from the decency squad. So they run down an alleyway. They bump into Hioka. They manage to convince Hioka to distract the guards, send them down the wrong way. They do this by promising that they're going to allow the boy love magazines in the school. So she requests it and he's like, and Okuma's like, yeah, I'm going to make that happen for you if you help us. How has he got that power, by the way? Like, he's not the I person don't understand. that's like, yeah, like, you're good. They're trying to eradicate all this... Um, smut. Smut from the school, yeah. And yet they're going to okay boy love magazines. Educational, clear- I guess. I don't know <laughs> how, but... Plot device, I guess. Plot device, I guess, yeah. Or leaves funny bits in. <laughs> so this is the moment when the guards turn up, and they turn around to Hioka, and one of them specifically says, Have you seen the scrawny cocksucker and the pink-haired bitch? So the assumption is that the decency squad can do whatever they like, right? They yeah. can they can swear and do what they like because of the job that they're in. Probably I can went accept on this. Dewey. Yeah, I can accept this because they're probably having to talk about all of this stuff on their work day. So if you're a real pervy sort of guy, just join the decency squad. You get away with doing certain stuff at least. Yeah. This is true. Grayson, you'd be on the decency squad. Why would I be on the decency oh, squad? You're a right person. He is in the a- woods hiding porn. <laughs> <laughs> That cave? That is. That's true. That's his dad. The whack cave. (laughs) The whack cave. Grayson's red room. That's all that is. (laughs) Where all the walls are white. (laughs) It's plaster and you know it. (laughs) Oh, it's fucking plaster, right? It's plastered plastered on there anyway. (laughs) So Hiyoka turns around to the guards and she says to them, yeah, I saw them. Uh, he ran up to me, squeezed my mammary glands, said they weren't big enough, and ran off. Yeah, that's all we've got to say on that, really. That's, you know, that's all she says. It's just an interesting choice of words, I would have said. The mammary glands. I guess, I guess could... you remember the scientific term to avoid yeah. trouble. Yeah, and she is kind of a scientist, isn't yeah. she? So, that yeah, that kind of makes sense. If I put on a fucking lab coat and just decided <laughs> to be... Just a lab coat. <laughs> just a lab coat. That is That happens as well. Made of soggy panties. No, just a lab coat. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just like, I'm a scientist now. Yeah. You guys would look at me and go, keep the lab coat on. Yeah, close the lab coat. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Large breeze rolls in. <laughs> So, I'll, come, I'll come like it next week, shall I? <laughs> oh, don't come like anything next week. Cheers. So, Poor Coast, choice of words Coast, right <laughs> Coast 3 and Okuma end up in the park. Eventually, the, the guy from the motorbike turns up, who saved Coast 3 in the first scene, starts giving her this whole thing of, like, I thought I was, I thought I was your man. Is that what he's trying to get across? I like, guess so, yeah. Like an exclusive thing. Yeah, and so she changes. This is when her switch gets flipped. And she ends up tasing the guy, turns on Okuma, and starts talking about how much she wants to, like, meet Socks. And he manages to convince her that he is actually a member of Socks and says that he's going to help her join. We end up with Kosuri meeting Ayame, and Ayame is 100% not on board with this idea. 
she doesn't like Kosari. She knows something's not right with Kosari and she she's just adamant that she doesn't really want her to join. In fact, she says it's such a bad idea that it's almost like getting caught cheating, running away, falling over and tripping up and landing on your dick. We've all been there. <laughs> you say that. But... <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine how that'd even go. Us gonna... You run, you fall and you land you on your erect penis. Trip over your dick and... Why are you running over... with your dick? <laughs> Why are you running with an In James's bukkake, he tripped on somebody's dick. <laughs> why are you... Oh, why are you running with an erect penis? Why are you not? Because you've just been caught. It's like the ultimate streamline. You know how, like, a Concorde used to have its nose pointed down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Helps with wind resistance when you're running. Yeah, yeah. It shows everyone the direction you're travelling in. I mean, your finishing time's probably supersonic, so... <laughs> The episode ends with IMA finally convinced enough to let Kosari join. Uh, And the the finishing touch to that was that she said that Kosari's hair reminded her of a cock. And it does. It totally does. It's a bell end, isn't it? It's a bell end. It is. Like the character. And that's the end of episode seven. It's an informative episode. (laughs) So we had like a girl gush all over a guy's face. We found out there's Boy Love magazines. And we met Kosari. That's pretty much the And episode. our villain. Yeah, we met our villain. Oh, Louise. yeah. White Peak's not really a villain, is he? Just... I, I think he's supposed to be, like, the rival, but what? it he's, doesn't really he's go He's the and... fucking hero we deserve. I, well, for the next six episodes, <laughs> I he is feel a prominent like character. This is it. I feel like they drag him out too much. Yeah. For episodes that, like, especially, like, when you consider the last episode is he just needed to pointless. Be yeah. He needed to be too. Yeah, he, he's dragged out too much. But we'll get to this. Yeah, I, they could have used, I like... I hear birds chirping. I hear birds chirping, too. You hear them? Yeah. <laughs> we're no. not closing this window uh, we're not uh, literally guys I'm melting. we're already sweating <laughs> our tits off we're already in our underwear so <laughs> speaking of boy love magazines now <laughs> this better not get a big enough fan base for that to happen so we'll go through fans. the archives <laughs> <laughs> if there's a demand for it we're doing it what we're not only fans <laughs> not it <laughs> no james fucking perked up <laughs> you did it's not his first rodeo <laughs> Going to episode eight. Episode eight opens with Okuma waking up in his flat and next to him is Kosari. She's just appeared in his bed next to him. But not just Kosari, Anna's there. Standing over them with a knife in hand. Turns out she's been there, what, the entire night? And a carrot. She says hours and hours, yeah. She has a giant carrot in her overhand and then crushes it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that. (laughs) As soon as he wakes up and sees her stand over him, she crushes the carrot. <laughs> so Okuma and Kosari play this off with Kosari saying that she's Okuma's half-sister. And then she says, big brother, is this the girl you're always talking about that you've got a crush on? That brings Anna back down to sort of... Reality? No, there's a fucking lightning bolt a lesser, scene a lesser which level. goes through her trousers there. <laughs> There is. She gets a little tingle in the crutch. A little. <laughs> We've all been there. But Kosri takes it a little bit too far with her touchy feeliness with Okuma. And Anna basically says, like, if you get a bit like that, you're going to go bye-bye. Then proceeds to stab a knifed outline of Kosri's body around her. Falls, and then Kosri falls through the floor. Yeah. And this, this shape she's cut, Jim? It's in the exact shape <laughs> of a penis. Like, cuts out and it's just... A penis shape in the floor. I mean, I didn't register that. I didn't either. But we've got a I guy didn't... here who likes to yeah. sort of analyse to the depth. By watching it three or four times. <laughs> I like to go in deep. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to the missus. 
Give me that look. (laughs) (laughs) Okuma gets ready for school, and as he gets to his door and opens his door, Gorky's there. Gorky. Sorry, James. You don't want me to posh him up. He's not a posh character. (laughs) Okuma is like, have you come to collect me? Have we got to go to some sort of meeting? And Gorky's like, no, I've just missed you. And I brought you a bento box. (laughs) He's like, ooh, food. He's not wigged that Gorky's being a little bit too much, right? I don't think Gorky's twigged onto that. It's probably... You, th- you think he doesn't really know what he's feeling? He yeah. doesn't. I, I don't think, think they've he's already mentioned We've established this. he's oblivious, haven't yeah. we? So, to everything. But that doesn't mean Okuma's not. In fact, it's established that Okuma knows more than most about these things. So Would he not have wigged? So he's teasing, is he? He's, te- he's teasing. Although, to be fair, you're getting free bento boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Jim's line. <laughs> What are you doing? Wafting. I'm a bit oh. like Anna. <laughs> Everything's just melting down below. <laughs> I'll tell you. At this moment, we also see that Otome is in the cupboard drawing more boy love magazines based on the scenarios she's witnessing. You can just hear furious scribbling in the background. <laughs> and we cut to the school and we find out that they've hired a new representative from the decency squad who's going to help clear the school of smut. And boy, doesn't she. She goes to the gym and removes fucking everything. Anything from this school that has the slightest moment of smut. The basketball ring has a hole in it. Ping pong balls, because they might be inserted. We've all seen allergy. Yeah, we have. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get the bit where she finds Hyoka and her magazines. But there's the moment where she's banning and unbagging... Bagging? banning the magazines so Hioka says that she's using these magazines for research material which then is okay i mean none of this makes any sense none but it seems like she's like really easily convinced to unban stuff all you gotta say is like literally give her any reason and she's like okay i'll take it off <laughs> it's not a blow job it's research it's <laughs> <laughs> Or in Grayson's word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how true. <laughs> We've all been there. So we cut to socks. <laughs> That's it. That is just your fucking line, isn't it? So We've all been there. Two types of anime fans. That's on my that line. <laughs> so we cut to socks and they've come up with a new mission. They want to spread all the lewdness to other schools, not just the school they're in. So Kosari gets on board and they... D- what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to just stake out the school, right? Kosari takes it upon herself to go in, to pretend to be a new transfer student and go in and get a tour of the school. So she goes off and does that. And then we cut back to the scene, the weird scene, where we see the Decency Squad representative come up to Okuma and she's with Anna. And Anna's looking distressed, shall we say. Clearly needs the toilet. Let's just put it that way. This is them touching upon, what, another fantasy thing that play, yep. plays out yep. this is a thing is this a thing over here as much as it may be in japan because i've seen other animes that have scenes like this where somebody needs a toilet this is it's the supposed to be erotic thing, isn't yeah it? yeah um i don't know you don't, don't know. see it as much here i don't think as you would elsewhere i don't remember the last time yeah. i watched doctor who and they were like mm, it needs some <laughs> needs some toilet roll. you know what this needs <laughs> piss <laughs> So the representative wants to throw out all of the toilet roll in the school because the toilet roll tube can be lubed up and used as a masturbation device. You heard it first. <laughs> Kosari, by the way. I love the fact that Kosari... We are in no way endorsing this. Imagine the paper cuts. <laughs> lubed up. Well, surely it just goes soggy. Yeah, all of it would. And then be pointless. 
I love the fact that Kosari is like, oh, I never knew there were so many sexual things in this school. It's everything that's a whole. What do they think lads are? They ask Okuma's opinion, and Okuma's like, no, there's nothing sexual about toilet roll. (laughs) (laughs) Because it has to be said. So she takes it off the ban list. Not a sentence I'd ever thought I'd hear. (laughs) No, there's nothing nothing sexual about toilet roll. (laughs) It's not an evil cheese, and it's not a sexual device. (laughs) <laughs> then from round the corner more members of gathered fabric come round they run into Anna who martial arts style kicks them into next week well we also find out that it's not just one decency squad member she's now got a load of prefects all the, the same art style right the like guy exactly with the short the hair and glasses style. like she's got an army of clones lazy drawing lazy drawing it's not needed it, it'll you, do. you ain't got to pay someone to draw multiple different faces. It's just pointless. It'll do. Did its job. You get the idea. There's a load of nameless, faceless puppets, basically. Yes. And as Anna kicks these guys, she comes very close to pissing herself. Yeah. She does that whole... I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> you can isolate No, no, that. just for the people at the back. <laughs> Did you like that? That's just for Grayson's reference. <laughs> Sorry, I was walking my goldfish. Can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> then we cut back to Kosari. So Kosari didn't do as she was told. She, We find out that, well, she only tells them that she went in and started hiding magazines around the school that she was going to. She was only supposed to be going taking a tour and finding good spots, but she's taken it upon herself to start actually hiding magazines around the school. Then we cut to her with Okuma, and she actually tells him what she did fully. Turns out she went infiltrated the student council of this school, got the members to all start infighting. So she flirted with one, got them to fall in love with them, then moved on to the next one, got them to fall in love with her. They feuded. Then, oh, she created a love triangle inside the student council as well. She did all this in a day, by the way. I thought it was a couple of days. Is it a couple of days? She's only supposed to be going for a one-day tour. (laughs) You know how it turns. Don't you? Those school tools. No. We've all been there. <laughs> We've, all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. So look, Kosari's just uh, a crazy character. Character. She, is she supposed to be this unpredictable thing that'll just throw a spanner in the works of no, socks? Yes, yeah, so she's supposed to be too much. Doesn't she, work. Because we, we find out that socks aren't there to hurt anyone, to cause anyone any distress. They're there to educate. Well, I think it kind of works, actually. Because you... At this point, you don't know where the line is for Socks. She's a loose cannon. Well, like, you don't know where the line is, but actually, Socks are kind of a middle to lower ground sort of group, aren't they? Really? Look, when you think they're about only it. targeting one specific school in one specific area of this place. They're not affecting the country as a whole, but yeah, it seems to be that this one no, area I, is like specifically. I just mean in their in the way they're trying to do it. So she says we're trying to educate people, aren't we? Kosari says That's we're trying aim. to educate people. We're not trying to, or we want people to enjoy sex and understand sex and dirty jokes and everything like that have fun have fun what Be we're a not teenager. trying to do is do exactly what she's done which is turn each other against each other well, she's causing distress and actually upsetting people and turning people away from love and sex and stuff like that isn't yeah, she causing hate rather than yeah. love so she's crazy she tells oakham all of this um he is like you're nuts and then she convinces him that to not say anything why would you not say anything yeah 
I don't know. And then she takes her sock off, shoves her foot in his face, and says, "Give me a tongue bar." And here's another fetish. And he goes. He he's about. He leans in to put her foot in his mouth, and then we cut scene. So the assumption is he did it because. Who we, is this for? We've all been there. <laughs> Not with feet. We haven't. No, I draw the line. I'm oh, willing to do. I'm that. willing to oh, do a lot of things. That is a Grayson line drawn. I right am there. willing to do a lot of things. I've heard about you a lot of things, but. <laughs> Leave your shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Not just your socks, but your shoes as well. Your Nike high tops can stay on, thank you very much. Everything else is fine. Take that off. Cool, thank you. But the shoes go back on. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the moment where we see the Decency Squad have gone full crackdown on the school. That's Not- a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real choice of words there, Sheeny. And Anna is getting off on this. Now look, Anna gets off on... The wind. She gets, <laughs> she gets a small off, gust. She, she gets off on this because she's under the belief that Okuma loves anything decent. So when she does stuff to make things decent, it pleases him, which in turn gets her off. But yet, but then she's super lewd with him. So it doesn't make sense. Her reasoning doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I have become a little bit uh, confused about how they were trying to play this character. Because it, she's supposed to not understand what she's feeling is what it's supposed to. Yeah, be. but that's not feeling. That's also what she's doing. What she's doing now, she must realize she's, is she's act, she's acting on raw emotion is what she's doing, isn't she? My, yeah. Not not that you get away with doing this stuff in real fucking life, well, it's but impulse. It is impulse. Yeah, she feels the attraction that that sexual attraction and just acts upon it straight away without even hesitating. Is that because she doesn't realize what? She doesn't realise it's sexual attraction. Yeah, that it's love. She thinks it's love. Yeah, okay. I I can see where they're coming from there, that she doesn't understand that actually what she's doing is lewd, and it's not love, it's just lust, like we've already had before in this anime. But surely at one point, somebody would... Cross the line a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Surely Okuma would turn around and go, look, this is actually what you're doing. Wouldn't you? They're so loud. Fuck off, birds. So loud. <laughs> the episode ends with IMA turning to Okuma and saying that Sox is really up against it now. Like, the decency squad are cracking down, everything's going to shit, but she has a plan. This is going to get saucy. Saucy? <laughs> I've already run out of sauce. We can bottle this, I'm sure, in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Something boys sweat. Ugh. Limited. <laughs> Not limited. <laughs> unlimited. unlimited. Fucking hell. Fuck bath water. Right, so we go into episode nine. Episode nine is IMA's plan. It's the other, other salty goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and IMA's plan all revolves around Okuma's pants. They're the key. Oh, this is where the blooming not hang the them pants, up, isn't it? Yeah, not the pants as such. The smell of his pants is key. <laughs> what? This episode. <laughs> So they decide to use his pants as a lure. Now he thinks they're trying to lure more members of gathered that yeah. uh, gathered gathered fabric. Stumbled there. How did you struggle that? I don't know. Mouthful. It's the heat. Mouthful. <laughs> I had a mouthful in as well. <laughs> we cut to it's outside. Not a triangle. For God's sake. We cut to outside the school and we see Kosari and Otome have been given the job to hide porn around the grounds. They bet they hide like half berry porn magazines in the f- floor. Well, I'm just looking at the lumberjacker. <laughs> <laughs> and Kosari's a bit miffed at this because. She doesn't. She thinks that she's got a role within Socks that she is not suited at. 
She's literally came into this organisation and she's like, I should be number two. one of the people in command. Yeah, here. she doesn't like the fact that Okuma is number two in this organ this organisation that contains four members. I sort of kind of understand partly from where she's coming from because he's not exactly the most women into it member, is he? I think this is it because she she's seen him do nothing but moan and complain about the plans and things like that. She doesn't think he's as invested as she is, perhaps. Yeah, I think that's why she's moaning and complaining that much. And also, well, we also know it's because of the two main protagonists really love each other. To be honest, they like each other, don't they? Oh, it wasn't me that bought it yeah. up this time. It wasn't, no. Someone else did. Somebody's got to bring some culture to this <laughs> series. It only took 20-odd episodes. We, we cut back to Okuma, and eventually we see the thief come in to steal his underwear they come in they grab his underwear inhale it a little bit and then give it a little lick as well oh, yep. who does this <laughs> who does this well we'll f- tell you in a second grayson for the reveal and I've, you'll find out next week i've been on reddit i know people do it but why <laughs> why are you searching for that on reddit like <laughs> my right. question is not that there's a there's an audience I'm gonna for give, this i'm gonna give you a tip do you use reddit no all right right well go to reddit the website, and in the search bar where you put the thing you want to search for, the page, the the group, put in RAND NSFW. You'll get a random not safe for work page. There you go. That's for everyone, by the way. For everyone. Yeah, go have fun. You'll find some fantastically funny shit, and you'll find some stuff you didn't want to know. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. So the person licking the underwear is... We haven't all been there. Is, um, Anna. No surprise there. The bloodhound. <laughs> <laughs> She sniffed out those tiny whities from a mile away. She grabs Okuma, gets him in the walls of Jericho. Um, that's a wrestling move for those who don't know. Sit, then proceeds to sit on his face. The decency lady is standing there, by she the way, does the whole time. Lot. He asks the decency lady, are you not going to do anything about this? This is lewd. She's like, my number one priority is to always protect Anna and allow her to do whatever she wants. What is this? been allowed why is this the, like <laughs> this is a licky bumhole position <laughs> he wasn't on about the position no, i wasn't oh. on about the positioning i was on about the it's a perfectly fine position <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there so... <laughs> so... either end of this we've all been there. yeah the lewdness squad i think at this point <laughs> i'm part of the decency squad in this group so as this is all happening two random girls who are members of gathered fabric run in steal okuma's underwear from anna and jump out the window and run off so anna decides she's going to go chasing after the under so she just leaves okuma and decides she wants to chase the underwear doesn't care that's gathered fabric the first thing she says is give me back that underwear (laughs) her priorities are in order apparently so we go back to the plan, <laughs> and we find out that the main goal of the plan was all along... Was oh, the forbidden switch is where the ropes come down and they tie them up. She pushes it in the basement, oh, right? Oh, yeah. And then the ropes come down and tie up um, our lead dude, yeah. And then he tickles his feet or uh, tickles her feet. One. Yeah, uh, that's for the... Um, so that's with the for fe- with the, the drawing tickler. of... I forgot the drawing girl's name. Yeah. Otome. Otome, yeah. yeah. She uh, gets... So I think they go back and they're like, oh... Kosari, you did... I'm trying to make sure now. A penis head one. I can't remember it now. <laughs> Kosari, Kosari, yeah. The dickhead. Uh, gets told by IMA, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's the leader of Socks. IMA. IMA. I was right. That's right. I was confused about whether I was getting the right names there. But IMA 
sort of comes in and says, we struck a blow for for socks, basically. And she's like... Well, no, they got Anna. Well, yeah, Anna they got off Anna their off case. their case. But what I was getting at is that she went, well, actually, I didn't do anything. Coast 3, doesn't she? She's like, yeah, you did. You were burying the mags around. Porn. The th- yeah, porn around the... Uh, <laughs> school in the woods but you otome was just busy drawing and so you must be punished for this and then the waiter cafe guy brings down the forbidden button the forbidden button which then brings Ties out her up the... and then he tick she tickles her that's right another fish just another scene we didn't need yep oh it's a long one as well it is a long scene as well oh the scene yeah that's long too <laughs> And then we go, <laughs> and then we go back to the plan, and we find out. Yet yeah, the plan was to distract Anna. She was she was a problem that they needed to get rid of. So the way they're going to get rid of her is Okuma's underwear. Well, she had to test the theory. It's just like catnip. She, uh, yeah, I guess this, it's the scent. Bird. We've uh, Anna can smell him out. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> She's got his scent. I mean, to be fair, if they're She's looking for our scent... She's a velociraptor of fucking lewd girls. I mean, if they're looking for our scent, all they got to do is open the window today, to be fair. <laughs> no one wants to be in this room right now. I don't me. want to be in this room right now. Our mics certainly don't want to be in this room <laughs> right now. So we get them doing the same thing again. They, they use panties as a lure again, and Okuma is hiding out. Somebody breaks into the room... He German suplexes them, which is from behind. And then is he that like, another wrestling move? Yeah, he German suplexes them. Then the girl slips on the sparkly juice on the floor again. We've all been that's there. That's everywhere. <laughs> and we see... Two types of anime fans. Those wooden Those floors. Ones. We cut to see Anna in the corner with Okuma's pants again, and she's just inhaling them. Um, like a psychopath. Yeah. I don't even think it's psychopath anymore. I, I think even psychopaths would walk in and go... Not for me. Thank you very much. And walk back out. Then we get the meeting between Hioka and Kosari. And Hioka, like, she sizes her up. She, she tries to get a read on Kosari. It's, it's a weird moment, but she tries to get a read on her. Then we get the moment when Okuma is hiding in the locker room with the lights off. Somebody comes into the room. He trips them up, pulls their legs wide open, and gives them what he calls an electric massage with his foot between their crotch. Oh, his dad's man, yeah, secret move. <laughs> the electric <laughs> massage. Turns out it's the decency lady. Lady in... But in he comments. turns around not and goes... Not a lady. <laughs> what I felt between my toes was not a lady. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> Those German nightclubs. <laughs> Those Thailand nightclubs. Turns out that the decency lady is a decency guy, and she's she's he's been basically brainwashed to just pretend to be a female in case he fell for Anna. Yeah. So he's got to sort of become this female robotic character because the father didn't want him catching the fields. And I'm almost certain Okuma's like, this is not okay. He does turn around to her and is like, this is not okay, by the way. What you're doing is not okay. No. And at this moment, Anna walks in. Uh, and the way that Okuma manages to escape is he removes his pants and throws them at her so that she takes the bait. Never heard pants being called bait before. That's a first. That's a first for everything. <laughs> so he's naked. Then we jump to Kosari again. And it turns out she gets Hioka to send, find and send gathered fabric members to Okuma's location. 
So instead of allowing the lure to just do its thing, she's again butted in to try and do something that she thinks is right. This is when IMA turns around to Kosuri and is like, look, we don't destroy anything. We don't injure people. We're not here for that. Again, she's like, we're here to... How many times is she going to let Kosuri off at this point? Like, this is, what, the third, fourth time she's gone I off on her own? Second. Second, it's only I the think. second time that she's seen a problem. Because they weren't, well, she wasn't told about the first one. No, uh, yeah, she's not uh, aware of that love triangle thing that because Okuma didn't tell well, her. Well, she about says that. she's a problem. Then she does the fucks the plan up. Yep. And then this one is fucking the plan up. Again, it ends with them receiving a message from White Peak saying that he wants to meet. And we go into episode 10. Episode 10 is when they meet White Peak for the first time in person. Uh, this guy's, um, his dick is just poking out from the underwear. So look, he's coated from head to toe in wet, soggy panties. Old panties. Uh, and yeah. he's used. And used. He's, That's why they're it's not sweat. Is, his dick's just poking out. Is it? Because his yes, later because on his they, dick's a taser. They, yes, because they because <laughs> they comment and say he's letting his dink dangle. Okay. So where does the taser come from? <laughs> look. I don't know. This is this is amazing like, what you can do with a bit of duct tape. They activate his trap card. <laughs> activate his trap card. So I mean, this guy is sword of revealing light, is it? <laughs> so eventually, the conversation turns to the fact that he's disgusted that they choose to wear clean underwear on their faces, and that they should they should wear used ones because he here we go. He loves the rotting oyster smell. Is that a direct quote? A direct quote. I can't say I've Why ever... the fuck would I write that down if that was not said in that? Personal fantasy. That no, is no. all. Yeah, so he likes uh, the, right. the air. We're all, I say all heterosexual men. We all like women. One of us isn't heterosexual. We all like women. Have we ever been attracted to a rotting oyster smell? Have you ever walked into a girl's room and gone, you there's, know what? I don't know why we there's paused. A, there's a laundry basket no. right here. No. This, this is my thing. No. I don't no. even like to eat no. fish. No, no, it's very true. <laughs> I'm having to cook something separate because you want fucking chicken. <laughs> Jim's staying silent. I'm going to take mean, that I'm as just, a yes. He's, no. quite par- he's quite partial to a garlic oyster. <laughs> Those French girls, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that, Shimi? That That's staying in. That's what that is. The worst French laugh ever. The worst ever. <laughs> 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 it's like Mr. Bean doing a French Mr. impression. <laughs> So, (laughs) moving on. The conversation with White Peak doesn't go to plan. Eventually, he just leaves. He he gets on a panty balloon and he flies away. Can we just talk about the glass of wine that he has with the pants in? I don't want to. With used pants. Used pants in a glass of wine. Like an ice cube. So, is is he like the demented brother of Pegasus? Yeah, I was thinking this. Or he's Pegasus after he's lost to Yu Gi Oh! Yeah. (laughs) After he's lost his company. Everything's uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's panties, down. is that what we're saying? <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh don't wear no panties. <laughs> he can't. He can't when he changes, he changes. When he changes, his dick might change. What? What happened to you? He gets like two foot taller, so... <laughs> well, would you not be disappointed if you could transform, but your dick stayed the small no, size? No, I've always been a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> People are always putting cameras on my head. 
you got a GoPro on there. <laughs> yeah. Nothing about you. So you can see the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I unzip. <laughs> we we had a break. <laughs> so we cut to the next day and Okuma and Gorke are on the bus. And the only reason they're on the bus... What is it with you today? He's gone posh again. Gorke. Yeah, the demented Frenchman. (laughs) Look, they're on the bus because the monorail has mysteriously broken down. Ooh, mysterious. Then the bus gets hijacked. Hijacked by gathered fabric. Okay, I love some of these scenes from I the love, buses. I love one of these scenes. So is it, is it the scientist one? <laughs> no, it's the the other one. G- with Gorky. Yeah. yeah Fuck me, that was it. funny as shit. So, <laughs> Gathered Fabric are holding everyone hostage. They've got guns, and they're holding everyone hostage on the buses. 42 hijacked buses, to be precise. Because they want to steal everyone's underwear. That's a perfect opportunity to say 69 hijacked buses and they didn't take it. Oh, damn, they didn't. That's 42 is a lot, as is. I was about to say, that's a lot. You've got 42 dedicated members of Gathered Fabric. Socks has an organisation of four. Yeah. Gathered Fabric has 42 people willing to heist a bus. For pants. Because of their (laughs) love of pants. Yeah. I think that says more about this society than it does anything it does. else, to be honest. All of our characters are on the bus. Can you imagine this eight? as a Batman villain? Not asking <laughs> for the jewellery. <laughs> Batman just tells out, what's going on? Sorry, what's going on? What What the fuck was that as well? <laughs> That's my best Batman. Where are they? Where are the pants? <laughs> Why won't you undress me? <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that all the characters are all on buses throughout the city. <laughs> I was going to do it with Rachel, but I was literally, I stopped halfway through because I knew I was just going to absolutely fuck it up, basically. So we see Hioka's on one of the buses. She gives zero fucks to this guy who's holding up the bus. In fact, when threatened with the gun, she turns around and says... Why are you threatening me with a fake gun? A toy gun. A toy gun, yeah. Yeah, so she, just from observation, realises by the weight and everything else about the gun, it's And not the flashing real. on the inside of the barrel from where yeah. it's been moulded. It's very specific. She saves the day, because by pointing out that the gun's fake, it makes all the other people on the bus jump the gathered fabric member. She saves the bus. I love the fact that that woman comes up to him and is like, thank you so much for saving us. And she's like, I'm a scientist. <laughs> and that's it then we see that Anna is on her own separate bus with the representative from the decency squad and she's talking about the fact she's ignoring the hijacker and she's focusing on the fact that she's getting withdrawal symptoms from Okuma's pants I don't look <laughs> what can I say about that there's nothing else to say about her anymore is there so the hijacker interrupts her and because the hijacker interrupts Anna and her reminiscing of the pants, Anna kicks the living shit out of the hijacker. She saves the day, for, for she says, for love. Uh, she Does she kick them through the windscreen? Yes. Yeah. Saves the day. We cut back to Okuma's bus. and uh, The best bus. The hijacker points out that Okuma smells different from everybody else. Turns out he's got every single piece of underwear that he owns with him in a bag. Because he can't leave them in his apartment because Anna will steal them. We all have this problem. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. And I believe Gorky specifically says that he understands why Okuma's doing that. He accepts oh, him. Yeah, he, he accepts, accepts him. Him for, him for who he is. 
I've and literally since you've just your secret. I've literally I will share just mine. twigged. <laughs> he stands up, <clears throat> takes off his clothes, and underneath, Gorke is wearing women's underwear. We've all been there. A song. And a bra. We've all been there. And this makes everybody throw up <laughs> on the bus. And the hijacker throws up and loses control of the bus. Look, no shaming here, but probably should have got a larger set of underwear. I'm not <laughs> it's the bra that's way it's too the bra. small. Where's yep. he got this from? I mean... Is that your problem? Well... Is that your problem with this <laughs> thing? Not, it's just not a good fit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. If you're going to go for it, you've got to get the right problem in bra size at least <laughs> so everyone meets up and they discuss the fact that or socks meets up and discusses the fact that they need to catch white peak because if they take down the leader the rest shall follow so we've got 39 buses that are still being hijacked so that their buses are the only ones that have been saved none of the other buses managed to do it but slowly but surely they're being taken back because the decency squad or the police have hired hioka i think it's a bit of both yeah. Decency squad and police. They've hired Hioka to drive alongside the buses, use binoculars to see if she can see if they're using a real gun or not, so that then they can take down the gathered fabric members. And apparently only two, is it? Or one of them has a real gun at the moment? I think they're almost... Uh, I don't, I don't, know, if any, I don't know if any of them have in the end, because not even White Peak does in the end. We cut to the government. We The first time we see the government properly... There's this this room of... Can we put air quotes to the government? <laughs> no. And they talk about the fact that they need to deal with this gather fabric problem. And then they start talking about they need to use the panty method because that seems to lure the members out. The panty method. Um, and I believe they, they're, they're talking about the fact that they probably need to use white panties. And the government leaders like, uh, find someone with white panties. And they're like, we've got nobody working here with white panties. It's just a weird scene. And we've got three that are wearing leather panties, I'm almost certain. It's like they talk about the leather? fact that, yeah, they talk about like there's... And uh, they say, don't they say like, <laughs> one of them has none. Yeah, one of them has none. Eventually, Okuma manages to get onto the bus that White Peak is on. They manage to track him down and Okuma gets on this bus. They're fighting and then um, White Peak gets this humongous erection, which gives him a power boost... What? He gets the best of Okuma, and just as he's about to win, Blue Snow turns up, or IMA turns up. They manage to capture White Peak in the end. Or so they think. So we get IMA standing there. The bus is surrounded by the police and the decency squad. She shouts out that she wants to negotiate with the police for White Peak. She'll give White Peak over if the police will allow her to do... I, I don't necessarily know what she was about to ask for, because the episode ends with Kosari pushing... IMA out of the bus window. Yeah, through the window. Turns out she wants to join Gathered Fabric. Because apparently they're much more aligned with what she thinks is... She wants. Yeah. Extremists. So we, get, we yeah. get this, this um, well, shock betrayal. Do we want to call it a shock betrayal? Are we really calling it a it's shock? It's not a shock. It's not I mean, a shock. The shock comes been, in the next episode. She's been it? unhappy the last two episodes. The shock. <laughs> so we move into episode 11. Well, she's out of the bus now, isn't she? She's running away. Blue Snow yeah. is running away and is being chased by the police. They have basically become the main target now, Yes, yeah, so really? the police completely ignore the fact that White... Well, they don't completely ignore, but they they pretty much give up on the fact that White Peak is literally there in front of them. I think it's a bit of 50-50. So they're like, oh, we've got the opportunity to take down Blue Snow. Let's do it right now. Because yeah. she's been a lot of their problem over the 
the time, isn't it? So they sort of go after her, and then they're like, oh, we'll deal with this guy later. So Yeah, so White Pete takes the, the high... He continues to hijack the bus, and it, he takes every single bus to the high school. They all... That's his goal, is... How bloody convenient that it's the same high school that the entire show's been based around. And he uses... <laughs> the way he stops the government from coming in and taking him down is he threatens to send pictures of his hostages with panties on their heads. And that will ruin their reputation and their careers forever with all the kids, isn't it, basically? Yeah. Look, I have one problem with this. Look. Just one? <laughs> no, I mean it's in like the planning, <laughs> the planning of this, right? Why would you go to a school? Wouldn't you go to a, I don't know, underwear shop? Like, go to your Primark or something? Yeah. He's he's targeting the next generation. Yeah, but still, take them to this place. Then you've got an unlimited supply. Yeah, but he doesn't. Of yeah, but he doesn't want fresh pants. No, but then he he already has the pants at the school, though, doesn't he? Because he makes them. He has a change sis- every he- like hour or something, so we'll, he can we'll shower get, himself. We'll get to that. Otome is in the school. <laughs> She's having. I mean, he could just come into this room. <laughs> He'd have an unlimited supply. Of I guarantee pants. these would stick first time, <laughs> yeah, every, every time. time. <laughs> We see that Otome is in the school as well. She's absolutely loving it because she's getting loads of material that she can draw with. We see Aime talking to Okuma. She's, they meet, end up meeting up and she talks about the fact that they're in a dire situation now because Socks just doesn't have the numbers that Gather Fabric do, which is obvious. We've just established. Yeah, they've like, got like 42 members or something. Just to hijack a bus. like, And not just that now, but because Kosuri has joined them, they now have access to actual weapons. Okay, there's a leap of logic here as well. If they now know that almost all those buses haven't got weapons on, but they still allow them all to go to the school, like well, why? No, they, why no, because would... they've had to take them down one by one because they can't be sure that they're not got weapons. No, but I'm almost certain they were making their way through. They weren't actually taking over buses, were they? But still, all 42 got to the school. No, I don't think they 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 don't tell you how many buses got to the school. There was a lot of fucking buses. There's a there. lot there, but they never tell you how many they managed to take down. It just or doesn't like seem that. like they take. They're not that detailed. They're not going to give you that information. Look, I want the exact planning. <laughs> I want the exact knowledge of what's going on in this. Hyoka comes up with the idea. Oh, by the way, Hyoka has joined Socks. Or, well, not joined, but she seems to be there with Socks now. She's joined Socks. She just hasn't implemented said it. Yeah, so she's she's decides... been with them probably since the park incident. I think she knows. Does she not? Well, she's she got to know. Yeah. She's got to know. She decides that they need to use Anna and her superhuman abilities to take down Gathered Fabric. So, the old-fashioned team-up. <laughs> it is. Then, then we get the moment with Kosari and White Peak where she's talking about what's the next move after this. Now, this is when we find out White Peak has no interest whatsoever in doing anything other than panties. This it's is good. his final pan. This is this is his end game right here. He's He had no other... He's, he's only interested in panties. He literally says, like... We're when in the end asked, game now. What's his next move by dickhead girl? He's like, there isn't one. We're going to get arrested. I'm just going to enjoy this for as long as possible. Yeah, this is it. He, and this is when we see that he's making each of the girls in the school and boys. And boys. Yep. I think. But in, boys yeah. don't wear panties. Well, <laughs> some do. <laughs> some do. And he's getting them to systematically wear it for a few hours, take it off, and then I don't know. On Did the, on the know? hour, every hour, he gets rained down on by new. <laughs> ruined panties anyone noticed the little bag they were putting him in the net had like a, a 
reader for like moistness, yeah, for, freshness, yeah. and some other, something else. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why have they got that technology? What is, is that net? It's a net technology as well. <laughs> like, who's decided that we need a moistness net? That's literally something that's been created. Could come in handy, I suppose. For what? This situation. <laughs> In a world that's stopping smut. I almost lifted up In my shirt world. then and went, this situation. <laughs> so, Kosari <laughs> finally gets the realisation that maybe she shouldn't have left socks. Maybe socks were the better choice. She tases Ga- uh, White Peak in the dick. What is this? It doesn't work because his dick is too moist to be it's shocked. got a moisture barrier. His body has a surrounding layer of wetness, I think it is, isn't it? Oh, it's not right. You know, like a pork pie has, like, the jelly. No. The je- <laughs> no. No. Jim's going to be halfway through a pork pie <laughs> tomorrow, and he's going to look at it and go, you know what? <laughs> well, I'm going to taste this. <laughs> it's going to be Jim and the apple pie all over again. <laughs> Don't come up with fake situations for me. For American Pie. It's just a coincidence that he's called Jim, I'm sure. Coincidence, yes. So we cut back to the government, and it turns out they don't want to really do anything about what's going on at the minute. Because this is a great advantage. They can take advantage of this and show the entire country that, you know, it's giving them all. Yeah. yeah. It's giving every organisation that has any association with Smart a bad name for itself. Then we cut to Otome, and she's come up with a plan to escape the room that her and the other girls are in because there's art supplies in that room. So no she, one's falling for this ever in a million years. <laughs> she makes a 3D picture of everyone in the room on the floor. Depends on how invested I am in this whole panty raid thing. She does it out of watercolour. Yeah, and yes, it makes it 3D. a lifelike 3D. representation well, from it, a perfect angle for someone standing at a very specific spot over. in the doorway. And only from one angle or it won't work. Well, it tricks the guards. <laughs> they think that the girls are still in the room and they're not. They've escaped. She makes fake panties as well with paper. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that bit. But they smell like real panties. Did anyone notice this? Yeah. What did they, they do? do? They must have They start them? smelling them. Yeah. They yeah. start smelling like they're not real, but they do smell real. Mm. Don't they put like... Where did that Perfume paper go? And stuff like no, that. James. No, no, no. Look, I'm trying to excuse it. There's no perfume that smells like rotten oysters. Then we cut to Anna, and she's in the shower, um, and there's lots of juice flowing again. She's Must be in a cold the shower. shower. She's in the shower, and still it won't disappear. <laughs> Anatomy with Jim. <laughs> And then we cut back to Kosri and she's tied up on the couch in the office or it must be like the, the principal's office of the school. Anna then turns up because she was approached in the shower by Ayame. To, how, did she, how did she convince her again? No, I thought it was... O- yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it is Okuma, yeah. And he's scrubbing himself to try and hide his scent. <laughs> and he convinces Anna to join up with them because it, like, for the greater good. The greater good? <laughs> And everything else like that. Anna turns up, starts kicking the living shit out of all of the gathered fabric members that are in this room. It's the it's the combo that we've been waiting to see, <laughs> isn't it, really? It's the constant scrubbing between scenes. It is. Well, Okuma <laughs> uses Anna's, like, her lust. And he also, I think, I believe he bribes her with underwear, saying that he will get her 
Okuma's underwear if she joins up with unlimited him. underwear. I believe it says unlimited. Uh, oh. <laughs> this show is not right. Then we get the moment when they like, we're struggling. We get we're <laughs> struggling to actually like. There's no. St- story as such that's it's, not a story there there's a plot it's there, just there's a plot then we get to the bit where they're trying to take down white peak this guy's strapped a taser to his dick we've all been there. and he's whipping it around as well <laughs> and he's what yeah it's waving it about it's, Try, it's everyone's just a trying pikachu to cosplay that's all. <laughs> a reverse pikachu <laughs> Then they're like, look, this guy must have a weak spot. And they decide that his nipples must be a weak spot. Oh, God, I forgot about this. So the they magic a- trick. So they attack his nipples. <laughs> By throwing porno cards at them. Yeah. And they get stuck in his nipples. And they nipple. get stuck <laughs> in his nipples, yeah. Yep. And um, eventually it leads to Anna kicking him out of the window to the police waiting below. I thought onto the top of a bus, isn't it? Like yeah, smashes he smashes on. on top of a... He's fine. Yeah, completely fine. Because he's got that bouncy moisture level. They then turn to Kosari. Kosari apologises. They forgive her instantly. I wouldn't. Why would you forgive that person for that? What is... You've got no real emotional attachment to this girl. Yeah. And uh, then we get IMA doing an announcement. And she makes an amount- announcement on behalf of Socks. She does the whole thing where she's... She just expresses the fact that like lewdness should be a thing, and look, there's a story here which they sort of go, oh yeah, we're supposed to be telling a story. So they go back to the story right here, and I like the fact that they're like, cut the feed. The government are like, cut the feed to all of the news outlets, and they're like, no, one's still playing it. One channel, and it turns out the bloke who owns the channel is one of the leaders of one of the other perverted organisations. It ends with her signing off with a go fuck yourself, and then her and Okuma fly away again on their hot air balloon thing, and they say, the episode ends with them saying... Well, he says, we're just perverts in love. Yeah, and they both look at each other like, yeah, we are. And it's like, finally, romance. <laughs> finally. Why? But then we get the shit show that is episode 12. Oh, fuck me. Do we the OVA. Talk about it? It's Ep- a reverse OVA. <laughs> it episode is. 12 has no hold context. to anything There's no else. impact. There's no, no. context. There's no actual... I thought it was going somewhere. So it opens with them getting an invite at the coffee shop from what they think is Sophia, Anna's mum. And you think, oh God, they've like been discovered or something. And you think, oh fuck, this this is going to go somewhere. You think this is going... Well, I feel like this is leading up to a second series. Yeah. This episode is... Right, this is your... uh, There's going to be another series and this is where we're going to go with it. But they haven't done another series of it and there's no plans to do another series. So it's just it's a, a weird strange episode. placement. It is. Isn't it? So they, they get invited to a, a place called Nukami or Nukami. Nukami was one of the seediest places in Japan. Apparently there was a lot of whorehouses and all sorts of things like that and lots going on, lots of bars, restaurants. Just, just a good time place he looked at me dead in he the did. eyes he did he did as well i saw he literally stared me straight in the eyes and was it's just like good time, time. <laughs> and because they're going to this place uh okuma pulls out of the cupboard a wheel that his dad once gave him in the hopes that the, one day yeah one day he would end up in nukami and if he did he must take this wheel now this place has become the purest city it's it's not a city it's not a town it's not nothing it's a building and no one's there. It's an abandoned place that has one building that has become this pure 
spa uh, meant for like purifying your soul of lewdness and everything like that. A health resort. They get there and the the entire resort is empty. Nobody's there. The entire town's empty. I was going to say, this place looks abandoned, right? It, it looks derelict. Yeah. It's not just abandoned, it's derelict. Yeah, the, like, like falling apart, everything's yeah. moved and broken, and holes in ceilings. And that's the healthiest place. Apparently it's the... Uh... It's the cleanest place in Japan. That's because there's no one there. There's, yeah, there's no one fucking there to, to loot it up. Then Gorky turns up. He's been invited as well. Anna turns up. She's been invited. This is when you know something's not right. And again, you're still like, oh, the story must be going somewhere. And then Anna's mother turns up. Yeah, well, they, they all decide they're going to go for a bath first. Right, well, we knew this was coming. This happens in almost every single anime. There's always a bath. <laughs> All the girls get in the bath except for one. She's not there and they don't know where she is and why she's taking so long. Mm. Cut to Okuma. He's in the bath. Isn't the it door a, opens isn't it and he Anna? believes it's Gorky. It's not Gorky. It's Anna. And she gets in the bath with him. Then Gorky turns up. Proceeds to drown him. She sits on his face underwater. Revolving that. Give me that look. We've all been there. Have we? The, then what we, happens in St. James's stains in St. James's. We get, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we have the lifeguard right here. Then, um, lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> then Sophia, we get a scream and everyone stops what they're doing. Anna stops suffocating Okuma underwater and they all go rushing out to find out where the scream came from. Doesn't yes. Gorky go, oh, where did you come from? Yes, yeah, oblivious as always. And we find out the scream came from Sophia, Anna's mum. She's been attacked and drugged by this fat guy dressed in black. Find out this guy is called Base Black. And he is covered from head to toe, a bit like White Peak, but in black underwear. He's the reverse. Yeah. Isn't um, part <laughs> the anti White Peak? Isn't the he anti-white part White of... Peak? Well, yeah, he's the base. Isn't but the opposite he... of a peak. Isn't he. Yes. And he's black instead of white. Isn't he he's part the of a another terrorist organisation? No, I think he no, we used find, to be. We find out what he's about at the end. But the next bit is that he leaves um, and everyone discovers that their clothes have been stolen and all that's been left is black underwear for each of them. And they all get into it. We've all been there. Then we get... Uh, IMA gets, gets a bit shy around Okuma at this point as well. It's yeah. Even yeah, though she's literally sinner in a towel and well, literally the first episode, she's naked as the day she was born. <laughs> yeah, but a little weird. They end up the two of them end up running back into black uh, base black. He notices that Okuma's got the wheel, and he's like, "Oh my god, you've got the key. You the brought key, it with you. The key to top notch porn. Top notch <laughs> porn. <laughs> you can't say top notch. Did they actually say top notch? That might be my interpretation." <laughs> Top quality. They they end up challenging Base Black, and he challenges them to a game of rock paper scissors until they're nude. So every round you lose, you have to remove an article they of clothing. Rip rock paper scissors. Unfortunately, yeah. he's got like six hundred articles of clothing on. Yeah, he's got a lot of panties. He loses the first game, and and he peels the black underwear from himself. This five minute scene of him peeling it off. Flats it on the floor. Oh, it does make a splash. And the fact that he peels the nipple one off as well, so he exposes his nipple. And I believe they, don't they say, why did you pick that one to start with? Yeah. It's that noise when you're coming out of the swimming baths and you take your your trunks off. That's that noise. It's like the... Yeah. Oh, that was... Oh, no. I did not like that in my headphones. (laughs) 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 They don't drag this out because Gorky steps up Removes his clothes, 
He's wearing the underwear again, the bra. That makes Base Black throw up like it did the people on the bus. No, it's the fact that, that he's like, close your eyes. Everyone close your eyes. <laughs> Okuma does because he knows what's coming. Yeah. Then Okuma seizes the chance, grabs the bag that the wheel is in and runs off. They, him and IMA are running through the woods. They end up bumping into Hioka, who leads them to a cable car because they're trying to find this location that they're supposed to access and they seem to know where they're going. Isn't it Hioka's there because she's like... She's catching, a, she's yeah, catching more, more bugs. Yeah, well, more it? bugs so that she can watch them meld. They set off on this cable car and uh, all of a sudden the, the, they get they get attacked. Who thought this was Base Black? Yeah. I thought this was Base yep. Black that was attacking them. Yep. Turns out that Anna is free climbing the cable... Cable car. The cable of the cable car. She's Monkey car. Jim in the cable car. Yeah. yeah. She leaps into the cable car... Comes all over Okuma's face. Yep. Lands on his shoulders. Ayumi sees it as well, doesn't she? With his face in her crotch. Ayumi yep. finally sees Re- what he's been dealing <laughs> with for like the last eight episodes. Releases the glistening fluid all over him and then falls out of the cable car into the... Yeah, the floor falls out. Below. Yeah, the, fo- the whole cable car floor gives out. I'm kind of disappointed. There's no combo in this one. <laughs> There's no combo. <laughs> Where's my combo? Get your combo. <laughs> they get to the end destination and they're walking through this abandoned building and Okuma spots a message from his father scrawled onto a rock, like a tablet, stone tablet carving. Yeah. They end up finding this pristine mannequin in the middle of all the... Ruined dis- art. D- yeah, the There's destruction. There's a lot of ruined art, isn't there? Yeah, like, every, all the risque statues, statues are all like broken. That. They find this mannequin that is untouched. How is this maintained being untouched from the decency squad? Or do you reckon yeah. they that was put in after they'd already been through? After. Yep. Probably after. Yeah. He puts the wheel in this Indiana Jones-esque style oh. scene that we get. Yeah. Fucking. They can't right turn in. the wheel until all the other members of Socks turn up. Yeah, because apparently it's too stiff and they need a group effort to turn this thing. Revolving that. That'll do it. I was waiting for it to say. <laughs> no, I was just looking at you both. <laughs> they end up opening up this chamber, a chamber full of erotic material. It's mannequins. It's art and statues and yeah. paintings and, yeah, move on. And they're like, oh, look at this. It's, it's boring. Boring. I thought I was expecting like mountains and mountains of porn and DVDs and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the socks message is that it's just a part of everyday life. Yeah. And this is kind it's of like... It's like Renaissance yeah. stuff. That's literally what it is. So it's like those mannequins you see in the so clothing store. Reckon just... this is socks maturing. Yeah, maybe. Like the the, mes- maybe Shane the message of the show is showing maturing. a maturity to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. saying that it's an everyday thing anyway. Like, yeah, not everything that naked is porn. Yeah, but I think they say the world's not ready for this yet, so we're gonna have to well, close it. Well, standing up. over them watching is base black, and it turns out he knows Okuma anyway. And he's actually, or was part of the organisation that Okuma's dad was part of. And he was friends with Okuma's dad. And he realised after seeing what was on the telly that his son was part of it. Yeah. Part of Socks. So he got in contact with It's like a with proud him, yeah. uncle. <laughs> he is literally like the creepy No, you proud. can't bring uncles into this. That's no. not right. It's not We're right. using creepy as well. <laughs> creepy proud uncle. It ends with Socks deciding that the world is not ready for this risque art 
Um, so they seal it back away for now. And then as they're leaving, the cable car breaks and the whole thing collapses. And they're like, well, it's going to remain untouched for a long time now. Didn't they break can... it? On I was going to say, yeah. wasn't it Robot Woman that had been brainwashed? Yeah. Didn't she do it? Yes. Uh, they break it and they're like, well, it's going to be untouched for a long time now. And that's how it ends. But that's such a weird placed episode. That episode should have really come in around so episode jarring. six and seven. It's it shouldn't a, have existed. It's, it's a stupid episode. It shouldn't have existed. It should have been an OVA. No, six and seven. That's but, where that should have been. Uh, no, just an OVA. Do your 12 and then add that on as a, like a bonus episode. You don't need it. You didn't need the story of them being summoned there either. You could have just got them going to a resort. Yeah, but I think that's where you're trying to get the thing that that guy's going to be part of there. Mm, yeah, I guess so. I think if there had been a second season, then this guy would have been in it a bit more. Well, why wasn't more. this a teaser for the second season then? I don't know. I think it is. It might be, yeah, but... It and it's just done massively early. Doesn't look like no, they're going to do one yet. No, I just think it doesn't look like there's one plan either, so... So, we've finished Shimonita. What's everyone's final thoughts? I mean, I think I'll let Grayson go first on this one. It wasn't bad. Right? It's not bad. There's... Humour in this goes a long way. It knows what it is. And I think it does High School of the Dead much better than High School well, of the Dead. Apart it's, from that last episode, yeah, which is your 11 jarring. episodes are... You laugh they, every single one I was going to say, they keep, they keep to that theme. The one-liners in this make this what it is as well. IMA's one-liners, they're fucking brilliant. And yeah. the running theme that they just stick with, it's... I mean, sometimes you're like, oh my God, but... It gets a bit close to the knuckle. I will say that I started this anime in the first episode and I was like, oh God, this is <laughs> lewd as hell. It took and me it about was four cringy. episodes. No, but the thing is, like, the second one got worse and then it got worse. But, but the then thing it, is, hit, it, it hit a pace yeah, where you were like. It eases you in, though. And yeah. then it's like. When, when you get the scene where she pins him down, gets naked, yeah. and, and, and you find out what the glistening fluid's all about and everything like that, you're like, right, that's where it's going. That's, oh, no, that's at where that it's point, at now. At that point, I, think I was, it was like, whoa, hold on. I think on, it was cub cookies. The, the, <laughs> that was, that was the, yeah. the peak, and then I was like, and it stays there. I actually thought the, the just the bottle full of cum was worse. It was worse, but the cookies came first, didn't they? And that, that was kind <laughs> of like, that was the setting. And you might want like, to think about your phrasing on the, uh, <laughs> the cookies came first. I don't know what type of cookies you eat, <laughs> Look, I, I can't fault any of the voice acting in this. No. Kosri was a shit character, but was there to drive the plot and did what she needed to do. I can forgive it. Anyone, yeah, you could have replaced her with literally any character you felt yeah. like to do the same job. I just feel like this anime, I agree with you, Grayson. I, and it's not very often I agree with you on many things in anime. <laughs> <laughs> I found this one quite cringy for a start, but it was funny. And as I progressively got through the anime, I was like, oh, this is funnier, funnier. And then I was like, oh, when I got to the one where he gets pinned down, and I was like, we're a bit far here. But then I think even the anime realises, okay, we don't want to go that far. Yeah, but you say that, Let's... and then you get the scene where she gushes all over him. Yeah, it's it's the fact that once you get past the shock of it and the show... Because you're not, you're not used to that sort of thing. It wears off. The shock value wears off. And yeah. once that's worn off, you are just left with funny. Yes. yes. And yes. the thing is, right, once I ignored a lot of that lewdness, actually, I really enjoyed the story. I found it was really fun to watch. It's not one of those things where you're, like, hanging on for the next episode. It doesn't leave you wanting more or anything no. like that. You're just like, that was funny. Uh, I, I'll watch another one. Like I said to you, I think the first two I watched and I was like, mm, this is all right. Got to the third one. That was it. I was in. I was hooked. 
and I watched it all in one night. Literally one night, watched it all, loved it in the end. And I, I came back to you and said, it's the weirdest show I think I've watched, and I've watched a lot of weird shows, but it was so funny. There were so many laughing bits that I actually properly laughed at, and it's very rare that I properly laugh at something from anime. But You're this welcome. was funny. It was, my su- it was my suggestion. Of course it fucking was. 90% of these are your suggestions. Because you're a pervert. That's why. It just, it does what High School of the Dead missed. High School of the Dead came so close to being this. Yeah, but High School of the Dead wasn't trying to be funny. So, no, it had its comic relief, but it wasn't trying to be funny. But It, it was mainly just for lechy, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Com- they just went out of their way to try and show you some... Boobs, tits, and ass, and yeah, that's it, really. This 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 show does. It goes out of its way to show you lewdness. I mean, you get full boob, maybe what twice, once, once Once. even. Yeah, so they're not there for that. They were there for the dirty jokes and dirty moments. But the story was good. I'm very surprised those jokes landed in translation, though. Yeah, but they did. They did. Every single one of them was, and they were voice acted brilliantly. I'll have you. Who's our who's our main dirty jokes? Dirty jokes. Not the actor, like the character, because whoever did his voice was fucking great. Okuma. Okuma. Whoever did his voice was fantastic. Yeah, Iron Maze was brilliant. Iron Maze was really good. Iron Maze as well. The fact that you can shout cork and balls and it be a straight face, because it fucking was from her. I don't want to know how many takes that took. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine the fun that they had making this as well? The outtakes. Imagine us three, if we had to do this... I think we'd have, a, I oh, think we'd fucking run with it. We would yeah, run it'd with take it us so six much. months. But oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's one of those ones that I'd actually turn around and say I I'd recommend watching it, but not for not because it's like an amazing Don't sit down anime and or anything it. like that. No, I, but I would recommend people to watch this because of how fucking different and how out there that is. I have recommended this to an anime fan no, who no. who only watches like One Piece and Dragon Ball and. One Punch Man, very serious sort of animes. I recommended this show. I yeah. was like, you need to break away from that fucking superhero Have something stereotypical different. mold. My only problem with this is... Episode 12. Trying to explain it with... That is my only qualm. It's my only problem is episode 12. No, my only problem with this anime is it's one of those animes where you try and convince people that anime is not like that, and then they see you watching this, and <laughs> yeah, but it's does 100% this, this. Does this fall in that kind of Rick and Morty category where it is? it's not designed to be a cartoon it's just in the form of a cartoon this is designed to be comedy first they decided weird they decided to dub this yeah that's you know that's how different it is that they actually because when some of the ones that really push the boundaries don't get dubbed because they one they don't think the western audience will like how close to that borderline they're getting but two they only appear on Pornhub. yeah and you know this one they've actually gone do you know what western audiences are like this Let's dub it and see how well it does. But like I said, there's a story here, and it's a good story. It, I yeah. actually enjoyed watching. I would love the story. a season two of this. Oh, I would I'd love. I'd like a yeah. season two. I'd yeah. watch it again. I don't think anyone should ever binge this. No. I think this is you know spread out over a week when you've got nothing else to watch in an evening. Pop an episode on because you'll laugh your ass off. Or if you if you are watching those serious animes and you want yeah. to break it up and do something a little bit different, a little bit easy watching, this, but this is funny. that pickle ginger. Yeah. It, it resets the palate. Yep. I wouldn't really say it resets the palate. I think it's when you're watching it, something I, very serious. I think serious. it sends it something else. It sends, <laughs> sends your palate somewhere else, doesn't it? So let's give Shimonita a rating. Jim, what would you rate Shimonita? A seven. I'll give it a seven. 
I'm coming in on exactly the same number, seven. Yeah, I'd say about, I'd say seven point five, but I'm happy. I, I'm happy with this. It's seven. just, it's not good, but what it does, it does better than any other show I've yeah. seen do. It's just, it's better than average, easily. If I read the synopsis of this, I'd never watch it in a million years. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. If I'd have seen a trailer for this, <laughs> I'd have gone, "What the fuck." I'm not watching Depending it. on what the trailer has. Yeah, depending say, on yeah. what the trailer has. If they're has. packing in all those one-liners and... and yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd wait like, oh, I need to watch this. Do we need a trailer? Don't we just need the intro right at the end? It's just cock and balls. Yeah. That's a selling, yeah. like, that's a the, selling point, isn't it? In a world. <laughs> you know what I'm on about. The uh, whole uh, narrator part the, at the yeah. start. Oh, what, at the beginning? We're going to have to do that as one of the in- intros or endings, but that, that entire uh, monologue is really funny and really good, by the Look, way. There's not, there's not much to say about Shimonita, really. That intro sounds like just, a Pokemon intro. It does. <laughs> I love the intro. <laughs> it's good. Like, we never but have talked about it. the voiceover is like, we find our adventurers, Ash and Brock, <laughs> doing this today. This has the same thing. Yeah. It literally does that in the same voice. The intro has so many dick innuendos. It's ridiculous. The outro is phenomenal as well. The fucking yeah. dancing water worm snake things. Fuck me. No, it's the intro where she's like got the measuring thing up against his trousers. <laughs> and then she goes from like a pencil to a carrot to like a massive blooming. What is that even? Mara? Mara or something. Sure, why it's not? It's huge. Artichoke? <laughs> artichoke? Artichoke. <laughs> farm country now. Kiss my artichoke. <laughs> right. So... Seven? Are we settling on a seven? seven? This is the hottest and steamiest episode we've ever done. In more ways In than more one. In more ways than one. <laughs> so Shimonita gets a summoning boys seven out of ten. Go watch it. I'd milk that cow. Move. <laughs> and on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we will change the tone a little bit by reviewing Spirited Away. Yay. Yay. Ghibli. Yay. We all know what happened Ghibli. the last one. Ghibli. Gobbly. If you've got any questions or queries or want to discuss this latest episode, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not To Summon or join us on our Discord at How Not To Summon A Podcast. I've been Sheeny Senpai. Yeah, come talk to us, guys. And I've been <laughs> On the Discord, preferably. And I've been Grayson. Cock and balls <laughs> in a world. <laughs> Tara. Get your combo. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>